Good day, ladies, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman, and I want to continue on in our planning for 2021. You know, many times we talk about goal setting, we talk about the things we want to achieve within a current year, but how do we plan for it past just talking about it? You know, we've talked about already, number one, by now, and this is kind of part three. So if you haven't um, been through podcast one and two, I would stop now and then definitely go to one and two because we're moving forward in this podcast of part three. And we're going to talk about goal setting and how to go about setting a goal for yourself. And if this is the first time that you've done this, um, give yourself grace, as we've talked about before. And even if you're experienced, you need to give yourself grace. But in many instances, if we work for companies, we have goals. As an employee, I'm sure you've given a goal every year of what's expected. My background is in marketing and sales, so I've had to give a plan for the full year from a business perspective. And even though I was forecasting my sales volume, not only for myself, but my whole division with millions and a billion in dollars of sales, my personal life or my personal goal setting wasn't as narrow and as specific as it could be. But what I have found is when I do put a plan in place like that with God, It can be effectual. It can um, reel the same type success, but in a more meaningful, soulful, and personal way. Okay? So this podcast isn't going to be long because I want you to get these nuggets and run with it. You should have your planner by now, whether you're doing it online in a template or an app, or you have a hard copy. So let's talk about the first thing that I would recommend you start to do. Either you can start with a sheet of paper, you can start on a board. Um, Some people like to write their stuff out, but, um, you know, on something visual that they can look at all the time. But I would just say, let's start with a piece of paper. And what I want you to do in this exercise is not make a judgment. Just write down all the things that you would like to accomplish this year. And let's be realistic. Um, if you're unemployed, you might not write down, I want to be a billionaire this year. Not that it can't happen, but just make sure you know that you're trying to be um, give yourself realistic goals and not kind of pie in the skies or making it more dreamlike. Let's let's um so for example, if you're unemployed, then obviously getting a job, or maybe if you'd like to purchase a house, then maybe it's about savings. But just write down um, what your goals are. A lot of times I find that women write their dreams down and then they feel disappointed. And I'm not saying that you can't write dreams down, but a lot of us have goals that we need to accomplish this year. For example, I've seen people a they put luxury cars, the man of their dreams. 
um, and that he has to look a certain way and have a certain amount of money and all of that kind of stuff. That sounds nice, but what I what I the goals I want you to think about are goals that are long lasting. Goals that whether it's your health and strength, whether it's your for spiritual growth, whether it's for bringing Christ into your household, um, how you can contribute to your community, how, whether it's volunteer, whether it's go back to school, whether it's purchase a house. But think about things that you are going to set as goals for yourself, not goals how someone's going to rescue you, but goals that you can work on with God. Hopefully that makes sense. And what I want you to do is write on this piece of paper. And I just want you to just write down everything, everything you think you need down to if you need shoes, just put just list it and don't judge it as you list it. Maybe it's a vacation you want to go on. Maybe it's a, a, a lake house you want to buy or beach house you want to buy, whatever that might be. Um, could be a new wardrobe, whatever your goal is, what you want to do. I want you to just list all of those out. And when you list all of those out, then I want you to come up with three things, to circle three things. And so remember, you're a whole person. Your soul, your heart, your livelihood. Think of choosing things that allow you to encounter God in setting the goal. This is Christian warrior woman. So allow, so for example, from a position of faith, if you would like to put your faith in your financial security and work with God on that, then that would be something that you could you would might set as a goal. So I, I want you to, to choose things that truly will benefit you not only temporarily but long term. Okay? So you're going to do this list. You're going to Circle those three things. Then when you have those three things, and your list should be, you could have 50, 100 um, things on that list. But I want you to circle three things. Because in these three things, and I'm sure you've heard of SMART goals being specific, measurable, accountable, you know, and setting realistic expectations, that... You want something that you can build a plan from, which you can build a plan from a number of things. But I want you, when you circle those three things, then to go to God in prayer about these three things. And don't throw away your list, because in your prayer and in your seeking of God, you may find the Lord wants you to choose one of the other things on the list. So, that's where we want to start when I, when I say that you want to plan and set goals with God. That is why. That we have desires and thoughts and dreams that some come from our flesh and some come from the Holy Spirit as well. But how do you differentiate which one is which? Many of you are in a fast, whether it's Daniel, whether it's water. And so it's a perfect time for you to seek and go deeper in gaining an understanding of setting goals for this year. And I would hope in goal setting, 
that your relationship with God is obviously important, but how, but how that manifests can be through many of the goals that you set. So a lot of goals that people sometimes get disappointed in, well, I'm going to set a goal of reading a chapter a day. Now, is that an honorable goal or is that a nice goal? Yes. But at the end of the day, when you don't read a chapter in a day, this day and that day and the other day, what happens? You start believing that the goal isn't realistic. The goal, you're not accomplishing the goal. So even when you set goals, you have to sometimes make adjustments. You might have said a chapter a day. You might find based on how you study the word. And if you're like me, sometimes I can get a ton of knowledge from a sentence or two sentences or verse. So you might find that you might want to set that for every three days or a five-day goal. But the bottom line is remember when you're setting goals and when we get to the other stages of it, of being measurable and that it's pliable. You have to make adjustments. Just like for me in business, I can set a goal for what my sales should be. But what happens if in this first quarter I fall short? Well, maybe I'll be able to make that up in the next quarter. Or maybe I have to adjust to, it's COVID. There's a pandemic. Maybe the goals that I set might be a little too aggressive. I've never been through a pandemic. So I have to then adjust and say, either I can adjust up or I can adjust down. Last year, when COVID broke out, I didn't know how to adjust for sales. Well, needless to say, I didn't know my business would grow 30% um, versus losing business or closing my business as many had to do. And I praise God, knock on wood and everything else in regards to that. So that and so that's the example I wanted to share in when we talk about goals and making adjustments. Also, look at the goals and you might have some that are long term out of the three you circle. You might want to think one of them you might want for a long term goal versus a short term goal. Um, so you might have a goal that is a lifestyle goal. Maybe eating healthy, for example, is a long-term goal. You're not trying to eat healthy while you're fasting or eat healthy in the first quarter of the year um, unless maybe there's a specific diet or you're preparing for surgery or something like that. But on a whole, we should want to take care of our temple. So, but you may, or you may be someone in great shape that's like, heck, I already got that down. I need to work on something else. So that's what I meant was trying to use an example of a long-term goal. Also, I think during the fast and during thinking about how others have set fast that we could look at even in the Bible um, through fasting and prayer and setting goals, I want to shoot you a couple of names and just give you a couple of ideas and thoughts about them that you can look up. Um, who was good at planning goals and planning? I'll tell you, Noah is someone that you can easily think of that his plans wasn't for a year. He had a long-term goal, building the ark 
amongst the criticism. You can only imagine it hadn't rained in forever and a day for the folks in his time. So the idea that he was building this ark, but what was involved in the ark? God gave him detailed instructions. And this is key. People live today thinking that it's all what they have to do. Time and time again in the Bible, the Lord loves to give us detail instructions and plans. I've had that. They're not just in the Bible. I had in one of the businesses I opened um, when I did a holistic business, the Lord literally showed me the whole layout of the business where everything should even be set up. And the Lord was right. He gave me that knowledge, which was above and beyond. This wasn't an area that I was familiar with, but the Lord gave me plans for that business and it was very successful. So the key here is to always remember that God has a plan for me if I hear it, if I seek him for it. So Noah not only needed to seek him for it, but he had to, once he got the plan, he had to be determined. He had to persevere. He had to go against what other people might think or say about him to get it done. You have Abigail in 1 Samuel 25. She had to decide what was the best course of action for her family and her king, right? She, she didn't conform to her husband's opinion, and she achieved her goal. And she wound up having her household spared. So we've got Nehemiah. Nehemiah had a vision. He was upset about the state of Jerusalem. And he wanted to see it rebuilt and safe. He obeyed and trusted God. He did the work of doing research and and understanding what was going on and asking the king for resources. He persevered. Look at Esther. Esther was in a situation of either you do and believe what the Lord has told you to do, or the Lord would do it through someone else. And so Esther had to come up with a plan to say, let's fast and let's pray. And then God gave her the courage in the face of her fear that she would be able to fast for three days and pray and receive a blessing not only for herself, but as a queen for her nation and her people. We talk about Daniel's goal was to obey God. He delighted himself in the Lord with his obedience. And so we know the story of Daniel and the lion's den. That's from a lifestyle. That's from being obedient and planning to be obedient and being intelligent about the obedient. So when we're setting goals, we need to think about what will these goals bring delight in the Lord? You know, when we think about Psalms 37, 4, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I find in my, while you're in this fast or while you're just in seeking a stronger life with God, just giving praise to God throughout your day, you will be surprised. I share a lot of testimonies of what God does, whether it's big or small. And what I find people don't know, which I'm still disappointed about sometimes, 
The reason why I share it is to give praise to God, but also to encourage them to share the delight that the Lord is giving them in their lives. And I find so many times I don't get it back. I'm sharing, I'm sharing, and others don't see the benefit. When we have delight in the Lord and we're giving him praise and honor and glory for the small things to the big things, that it the enemy, it's kind of hard to go in on someone who's who's praising the Lord in their daily life and who sees that the Lord's plans are better and greater than their plans. It's hard to get a foothold on someone like that. Have you ever been around someone that they always seem to be in a good mood? Well, when you're depressed and you want someone to waller in your pain with, that's never going to be the person you go to, especially when there are so many other victims that the enemy can use to terrorize. So think about in your daily life, finding that time to delight in what the Lord is doing. And we have to trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Well, he can't make your path straight unless you have a plan for a path. (laughs) Amen. So you have to have a path and that path is the one you're walking on. And the reason why he can make it straight, because let's be for real with us being human, we kind of dip to the left, dip to the right. And the Lord's like, hello, focus on in front of you. And sometimes we're on a path and we go back. We go, we, you know, we're like the Israelites. Maybe I'll go back to Egypt, maybe being a slave and in bondage and, and beat up and broke wasn't too bad because walking on new territory can seem scary. But so remember you want to keep your your past in the rearview mirror and you want to focus on the windshield in front of you or and it's interesting our eyes are set on the front of our body because we have to see where we're going in the front god didn't give us eyes for the back of our head so if you think about as you're going forward you keep bringing up the past bringing up what happened before You're trying to live with your eyes in the back of your head. And so remind yourself, my eyes are forward. I have to focus on forward thinking things. What is going to take me forward? My family, my money, my health, my wealth, my salvation. And how am I going to impact others to know that God is great and worthy of praise? And that in that, I will bring delight and love and be that light in a dark world. We live in a place today where people don't even know what the truth is. People are confused. We don't have to be confused because we have a a heavenly father that has given us his word and his word is always 100%. So if we put our faith in his word and we study that, we believe it, we embrace it, and we do not relinquish it, we will be in perfect condition to receive the benefits of the kingdom. We're kingdom citizens and we have to learn to live a kingdom life. So what I'm asking you to do is get those goals, circle them, pray about them, take them before the Lord, find the example in the Bible that may even relate to what you're trying to go after. Find 
um, other people's testimonies that you can use as you're walking this out. You can use some of their advice, whether it's through this podcast or through the through a book. You can use Christian Warrior Woman that you can order on Amazon. There are tons of testimonies in there of God coming through in various um, lifestyle changes or goals that you're trying to set. But the goal is to get us with a renewed mind each and every day to walk this out. So I send you love, Lord. I just pray that every person that hears this while they're on this fast, that God, that you just bring a 10 time anointing upon them, that although they may not know where they're headed in the journey, they they are headed with you. And with you, you only have good in store for them. So I just pray grace and peace and good health over them, their family and their children and grandchildren and those that they work with each and every day. God bless you, and we'll talk soon. Hey, good morning. This is Lisa with Christian Warrior Woman. I wanted to just drop you a quick tip. I know that um, I pray that you have your planner. I pray that you have made your list and I'm moving forward and now you are kind of praying um, with the Lord on how to move forward on choosing your three goals that we want to build upon um, going forward. But I just wanted to give you some a quick tip of something to think about when you're thinking about your goals. I want you to think about three goals, as I mentioned in the prior podcast. So if you haven't listened to one, two, or three of this series, I need you to stop now and and go back to one, and then go to two, three, and then meet us here at four, because it follows, the journey is following. And so, you know, starting here, would not really give you the benefit of the discussion we've had thus far. And I know a number of you have sent me messages on you're excited to get started. So you've gotten me excited to try to give you some things to think about as well. So when we look at setting goals that can multiply and can go beyond your life, That's where I want you to put kind of that thinking cap on. And I want to give you a couple of examples of what that may look like. So it'll help you. And I know a couple of you have mentioned, you know, a number of people will say, oh, I don't do plans or I don't like um, writing down or doing plans. But believe it or not, you are. And I'll give you my experience in the past is I would have plans, but I would literally have my own planner in my brain. And so I would use, I would have a a cascading plan in my mindset, but as things would happen in the day, I would jump on stuff. And those things didn't help me toward my goal. And I think from a time management, when you talk to anyone Christian or even non-believer, They're always complaining about, I don't have time, or I'm tired, or I'm this. And to be honest, we're tired from working outside of our plan. So the reason to put it down on paper, the reason to put it on your tablet or your cell phone, is that when you pick that device up, that you were greeted every day with that plan 
telling you what you should be focused on. So when you get a phone call to do this or a phone call to do that, you're reminded, is, does that align with my plan for the day? Yes, yeah, so we're always going to have one or two things that are going to fall outside of the plan that may come up, picking up a child from school, etc. Yes, but I would tell you more than likely you're living the majority of your life outside of the plan. You might be doing very good things, you know, especially with Christians. We're serving, we're doing, and we're volunteering, and we're doing all this stuff. But is it within the plan and purpose that God has for you? I had to learn years ago that just serving anywhere and doing just anything where I can fit in is not what God had planned for me. He had a particular place that he had to get me to through my various mindsets to get me where he had in place for me. And, I, and that's what I'm trying to help you avoid is being bogged down and tired and distracted. Even when it comes to your children, you have to remember that your priority and the reason God created you is part of that being part of that priority and that purpose. So when you think about some of these goals and we talk about what they should look like as far as multiplying, I want to give you a couple of examples. For example, um, and a lot of these multiplying goals are going to be things that are long-term, what I would call long-term goals. And out of your three, you should definitely have one of them being a long-term goal. Please don't get into writing down five, six things. Remember, in these three things, there are a lot of, they can be branches. You know, when I talk about relationship with God or hearing God, that requires me to do things in order to put myself in a place that my ears are open and my heart is open and revelation can happen. It's not just one thing. So when we're looking at our daily plan, we have to carve out time to be able to do the steps that allow our heart and soul and spirit to hear God more. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's working out. Maybe for me, when I'm in the shower and I'm relaxing, I hear God in the bathroom a lot. So we have to put our place that where are we relaxed, that our ears are open to hear and allow time for those places. Finances, I'll give another example. And I'm just naming out things that, that I would consider long-term goals. Um, maybe it's getting your credit score higher, reducing your debt. Maybe it's thinking about you've been afraid to buy a property or invest in a piece of land that you might build on later, but you can pay on until you're ready to build, whatever that may be. That takes time. Um, to get in that position. Maybe you're starting off with, I'm going to save money for the down payment on the property or the house or the business that the Lord is putting in your mind to start. You just don't wake up one day, although I can say it does happen, um, wake up one day and, and you want to start a business tomorrow. So you have to plan and prepare. Your health, you may have high blood pressure, you may have cholesterol issues, what are the things you can do on a daily basis to reduce your condition or get rid of it totally? Do you need to walk every day? Do you need to make sure you're having green vegetables every day? I'm not talking about you have to be on some stringent diet, but every day, what are you doing 
to benefit your health. Outside of your own personal body, the long-term benefit of this is being a part of your family, a part of your children's lives and your grandchildren's lives for a longer period of time. Them seeing you adapt healthy habits that they may mimic and, and remember even beyond your time on this earth that they'll remember, you know what, my mother always worked out. She always looked healthy. She cared about herself. These are things that can be um, long-term. Serving others. It's great to serve. It's, it's great to be a part of the kingdom and bring your light, but you need to know where that light should be. Even though the church may have 10 different needs, you don't have to be in the 10 different needs that are there or in the 10 different needs at your children's school or wherever it may be. We have to remember to find time for ourselves and our own self-reflection. Sharing your testimony. To me, praising God and sharing your testimony, whether it's, it doesn't be on a major platform, it could just be with friends. And I think as I mentioned in a prior podcast, probably anybody who's really close with me, they probably get an overwhelming number of texts about this is what God did for me today, or sharing a testimony of someone that I was a part of seeing God bless them. Those to me, I love to share not from a bragging standpoint, but from an empowering and encouraging standpoint to others. If you see God blessing and doing things in other people's lives, I would hope it would encourage you. And on top of it is giving praise and glory to God. The enemy never likes hanging out with people who are praising God. So the more you bring praise into your life, trust me, the more things are going to fall off your life, the more people who are negative and destructive will be removed from your life because they want you in misery too. They don't want you happy. Even when things aren't going good, you've got a smile on your face and you trust in God. So it'll help the enemy will flee. He and his army will be like, you know what? There's a, a many millions of other people that we could be tormenting versus wasting our time on this sister or brother. Let's move on. She's too encouraged. So I wanted to just drop those nuggets into you today. When you're setting goals, think about goals that can multiply, that they go from you to your children, to your children's children. But most of all, it allows you to be that key cornerstone blessing that God created you to be. Amen. I hope this helps you. We'll talk soon. And try not to try not to jump into the goals too soon by stating, well, I prayed once and this is what I think. No, give it days. I hope that by the time we talk, I'm going to try if I can hold back my excitement to not um, do another podcast till next Sunday so that it'll give you time to allow yourself to pray and really feel connected to the goals that you are setting so that you can really embrace them because you can't live it out if you don't embrace it and live it and see the value. So don't rush through this process as many will do. They'll just say, well, I know my three goals. No, remember, be humble. Don't assume you know anything. Go in praying and seeking God for, you know, for me, I might make my long list of a hundred things I'd like to accomplish this year and then go in prayer for the Lord. Some of you are in fasting and in prayer. What a great thing for you to use as giving yourself a time frame of, it could even be two weeks. 
Don't limit yourself to, because the podcasts are weekly, that you have to keep up. No, allow yourself to receive what the Lord wants you to choose as your goals to pursue. And then join us back on what those next steps and how it can help and support you. Okay? God bless you. And remember, give yourself grace. My love. Amen.